guys, how's it going? Welcome to Irrational. Yeah, I have no idea why I named this podcast that. I mean, everything I'm doing on here is completely random. Things that I say or might do, completely random. And I was thinking, I was like, oh, well, I mean, like, some things are just completely irrational. And so I guess that's the title we're going to go by. So... Yeah, let me know if you guys have any recommendations of what I should do for a podcast, like another podcast idea, because I'm definitely taking those, and if, like, people vote on, like, the same things, then I'm definitely going to be doing that. I mean, I do anything from, like, crimes, places, foods, I don't, like, even just personal stories or stories that you guys send in to me. So yeah, um, but we're gonna jump right into this one. So what I chose to talk about today was a place that I really wanna visit. I've been wanting to visit there ever since I was like 12 or 13. That place, so I don't know, it's, I don't know if, like, some of you guys know it, or, like, if you don't know it, but this place is called Bora Bora, and I don't know why I'm making a whole entire episode on this, or why it's the first episode I'm going to be making, but, hey, I'm here, and we're doing this, so, um, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if you guys actually, like, have seen places of Bora Bora before, but the place looks so nice. It's like it like a lot of people like to call it like Hawaii or like things like that. Like I don't I don't know what to say. But like yeah, if you want right now, if you have like a computer or something else on the side or if you can listen to this podcast while going on like other apps or something, look up Bora Bora and then You'll see pictures. A lot of people go there for their honeymoon and, like, things like that. And so, this place is, like, really cool. So, yeah, and, like, don't... If you if you guys ever hear, like, these kind of, like, ish long pauses, that's just because I need time to, like, catch my breath from breathing because every so often I need to, like, get a huge big inhale and then let it all out so yeah like that was one of them just now so you can literally hear me inhale this oxygen around me I apologize for that actually yeah yeah I do yeah so (laughs) why would I why would I doubt my apology so basically you guys um I think that Bora Bora is just such a cool place and um I don't know there's a there's a few people out there I'm one of them me and like a lot of people in my family we tend to like when we like something we tend to like start hyper fixating on it and for those of you who don't know what hyper fixating means it basically means to just have this kind of like obsession over it it could even just be a type of flavor or a TV show or some sort of light or the sun or something and I've always had these different things that I have 
started hyperfixating on you put a lot of focus and a lot of attention and time into usually whatever you are all of a sudden like super crazy and obsessing over about right so for a long time Bora Bora was one of them and so that's why I'm going to be talking about that place today so Bora Bora is an island and it's located in French Polynesia and so um I don't I don't know if a lot of you guys know where that is I mean I didn't but I had to look up like where the place was so but I mean without like that place is just um I used Google Earth to do that I used that for a lot of things because it's just awesome shout out to Google Earth or the creators of Google Earth yeah that's better <laughs> okay so basically um it's kind of like it's kind of by Hawaii and since it's French Polynesia like their main language is like French and Tahitian so it's like yeah I don't say Tahiti I say Tahiti just because I like saying it like that I'm not trying to offend anybody out there so don't get on me for that so yeah but um, I'm going to be talking a little bit of, like, some history and, like, some cool parts about Bora Bora itself. So, Bora Bora is a volcanic island. And um, it was pretty cool. I was watching this interview. Well, not necessarily an interview, but this person who was like, um, oh my gosh, the word does not want to pop to me oh my gosh like I'm just gonna say like was like a native to like Bora Bora and they kind of explain how Bora Bora turned out to I mean look like how it is and so I thought that was pretty cool so um as I already mentioned yes it is in French Polynesia it's pretty cool it's like it's like if you don't know where it is, it's kind of like in the central South Pacific Ocean region area. Yeah, and to be exact, I took notes on this. It's like, well, it's like around 165 miles northwest of Tahiti. So, yeah, don't get on me for saying it like that. So, yeah, so um, it's like... It's, like, it's not a big island at all. It's pretty hard to miss. Like, if you see Hawaii on Google Earth, I mean, like, you can, like, you can see it. But, like, when you're looking at, like, Bora Bora, like, you can't, like, you can't see it at all. And so, like, I ha- I learned to memorize where it was on Google Earth because that's how much time I have on my hands sometimes. So, I was doing that, um... But it's pretty cool. And like if you ever take a flight there, I've seen videos like while you're in the plane waiting like to land, you can literally see like almost the whole entire island from like a side view. Like that's how small it is. It's like six miles, like the mountain itself, like there's kind of like this base in the middle. Like it's six miles long and 2.5 miles wide. And so, 
yeah, that's that place. And I don't even know how to, like, describe what this place is. Um, But, yeah, I have no clue how to say this. It's, like, the Twin Peaks Mount, like, Pahia? Pahia? I don't know. If you guys know how to say that, let me know in the comments. Wait. I don't know if there's going to be comments on this. Well, um, I'm sure I'm going to have to look it up how to pronounce this some, somewhere. So, let's continue. Yeah, I don't know if you guys actually really find this interesting or not. Like, this whole entire podcast. But, if you made it this far, congratulations. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I'm going to continue. So, basically, like, the... From the mount, it's surrounded by coral reefs. So I'm going to give you, like, a better visual of Bora Bora if you haven't, like, seen it yet. That was a long pause. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, But, yeah, it's, like, a large lagoon. And so I think it's, like, a really cool place. And, like, there's a couple of, like, islands and other things around it as well. And so when I was first trying to memorize where that location was, I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't find it. But it was right next to this island that looks like a key lock. Like if you've ever seen like in cartoons or like draw drawings, illustrations, or even like in real life, you know, like when you have to have a key to like unlock something, not like to the door, how it looks super weird, but it's kind of like that circle-ish part at the top and then it goes out at the bottom it's like a it's like a standard key lock right so that's what um that's kind of like an island right by it and that's how i memorized like where the place was the place itself has like a weird shape just to name it on the top of my head it kind of looks like a pentagon or like a hexagon in a in a way it's it's something <laughs> so yeah so the so like the island's name Bora Bora, the Tahitian spelling is Pora Pora, which means firstborn. And the I think and like so what some people say they think that it was like be, the reason why they named it was because it was the first island created after Raiatia or Raiatia something like that. It, it goes something like that. There's things in there that I do not know how to pronounce since it's not part of where I live or just things that I usually don't even talk about. I have this script right next to me and I'm just like, ah, <laughs> like, oh my goodness, these words. So I could have totally looked up how to pronounce these, but like surprisingly, like Google didn't really like have like the right spelling for some of these words so i'm like oh well i guess i'm not gonna figure that out and there might be a pronunciation on how to do it but i'm just too lazy so yeah um but like and i'm gonna tell you right now bora bora is a place that it's like it's easy to miss like if you like look at the whole world like you can't even see it if you are if you are like zoomed in on like the USA like the like that and you just move across the earth at that size, you won't be able to see it. Like I mean that island is tiny. Now it's not like 
the size of like a little city but or but or but like it's pretty small it's not like road it's not like rhode island i think rhode island might be bigger or smaller actually wait no actually i don't know they said that it only it only takes one hour to reach the other side of rhode island from starting on one side then going to the other i think that's kind of trippy that's kind of cool though but yeah, so anyways, yeah, Bora Bora is an easy thing to miss. It was first sighted by a Dutch man named Jacob Rod Rogavine or Rogavine. I do not know how to pronounce these names in places, guys. In 1722. And yeah, it was actually visited by Captain James Cook in 1769 and and 1777 and so i think it was pretty so like that's kind of something i guess that you guys could know and something that has stuck with me i remember i was trying to do a report on this place once during world war ii it had an allied naval base and i think that's really cool naval novel i don't know how you guys pronounce it um yeah, I think that's pretty cool. So really, like, anytime I think of, like, Bora Bora history, I think of, like, how it was used as a base in World War II. I think I, I've just always thought of it like that for some reason. So, yeah, and, like, what's crazy about it is, like, um, the northwest side of Bora Bora's Reef, that was, there was, like, an Allied air base. And crazy enough, that airport is still used today. I think that's super cool. So yeah, I think that is pretty cool. So then like, um, let me look this up real quick. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's saying that the area is 14.7 square miles so yeah and the population of people there is surprising 10,605 which is like because Bora Bora is kind of expensive of a place so yeah now I'm gonna close out of that but yeah I think that place is like just like I did not expect that much people to be there but that's that's good <laughs> so yeah, there is not too much, like, actual history or type of things about Bora Bora. So, the fact that we know this much is awesome. I'm sure, like, the natives there and people there probably know a little bit more if they're kind of, like, um, since they, I mean, like, they live there. Like, that's their home. I'm sure they figured out a lot more than just people who are viewing it from, like, a map or something. So, yeah. But that place, that, just that place is really cool. I thought that, like, I don't know for sure if a volcano erupted there or, like, something with uneven plates happened. I don't even know. When I mean plates, I don't mean, like, dinner plates or anything. I mean, like, ones under, like, the ground or, like, the surface of, like, the sand and, like, under the water or something. So, yeah. But let me tell you guys something. Bora Bora, with its beauty, 
is probably what makes the prices that well expensive so like i would still totally visit there if i if i like if i needed to spend my money like all my money let's say if i was forced to spend all my money that would be the place i would go to do it that place looks like so much fun and there's youtube videos about the place where you guys could get a real visual rather than just listening to me talk so yeah so when it comes to expense like um i kind of just kind of got this off of reddit and things like that so it said that like if you were to take like a seven day trip over there so that includes like day one is not a full day maybe it's like the day that you arrived or something what the my ankle just popped okay and then day seven could be like the day that you're leaving it doesn't have to be the full day so like that could be like three thousand eight hundred and like eighty three to eighty five dollars for like just like a solo traveler like somebody who's just traveling alone and you can do the math if if you want to try and take two people and to go for a family of four it'd be like ten thousand almost eleven thousand dollars and that can be a lot of money if like it's not easy to pay that much i know definitely not for me or my family <laughs> so it's always good to invest and like save up money and things like that to, if you if going like a trip here is not something you would want to do and work for so yeah and to talk about the hotels like we we all know like hotels if we need to stay stay somewhere for another like a uh, country or just another state or wherever you're gonna be going like it's probably around like 80 to 200 dollars per night and so there at Bora Bora, there it's not necessarily like hotels. It's more like you like there's many different things you can call this. There's just the three things that, that are most common that I say. Villa, hut, or bungalow. So if you hear me use one of those words, I'm talking about the exact same thing. So I'm trying not to get confused. It might be confusing. But yeah, so to stay in one of those, like for one night, it could be 136 to 684 and I don't know the exact cost for why the why it varies so much between like from like $100 to all of a sudden almost like $700, but like I have seen like pictures of like different villas and things like that and like some have like pools and like nets and all sorts of things while others just kind of have like the hut itself. So, yeah, so that, like, it can be kind of expensive, but then if you think about that, you're in a very tropical place, and you're literally over water where you're, like, where you're going to be staying. It's only, like, it's, like, $200 more, like, yeah, depending on where you actually plan on staying. So, a place that I do know uh, like, the only place that I know where you can rent that out is Four Seasons Resort. So, yeah. And that's kind of just that part of, like, the expense for, like, 
staying the night and just traveling in general. So like uh, another frequent question that I get when I'm like talking with people about this cool place, they're just like, okay, it sounds nice. It seems like it's sunny all the time. They're just like, is that really true? So Bora Bora, like it's warm and mostly like clear. It is kind of windy year round though. Yeah, um, and like it can be really humid too. Like, so the temperature usually is, like, in between or, like, around, like, 76 degrees, like, Fahrenheit, like, Fahrenheit to, like, 87 or, like, 89 degrees Fahrenheit. And so, yeah, it's rarely below the 70s. So, like, if you, if, let's say you're, like, just chilling in, like, December or January, even February, and you're, like you know what, I'm sick of this cold. You can just go over here and I'm sure it'll be fine. But yeah, um, so that's kind of just like the weather typically. And now, just even though there are weather and things like that, another, things that, another thing that people worry about is like, hey, you are literally in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by waves, which brings us like, to our next type of like our next kind of topic in Bora Bora which is disasters or natural disasters whatever you want to call it I was about to say weather again but I'm like wait we kind of just talked about that so yeah so in Bora Bora like natural disasters are are a pretty common concern especially tsunamis like I mean like come on it's located in the middle of the Pacific Ocean and so it's very vulnerable to like tidal waves like yeah there can be like even if there's like an earthquake in places like as far from like Chile like literally like Bora Bora can be affected by that and there are frequent storms in Bora Bora like lightning and like um rain and things like that um but I'm sure if you just do what you're told, then you'll be safe. And then, oh my gosh, the islanders, there's the word, not natives. So, and then the islanders will be there to, like, um, kind of, like, help you out if you're scared or, like, or if you just want to know what to do, just to try and be awesome and prepare yourself ahead of time. I'm sure that, I'm sure that they're going to tell you. So, yeah. And so, another thing, we all know Hawaii, we all know Florida, in the summer or just in general, there are sharks and then we think well Bora Bora is a place surrounded by ocean I'm sure there's plenty of sharks and you're right about that now before you start freaking out which I did at first with the, I just got used to it eventually just to be like okay Jane there are sharks just don't go scuba diving because that is an option that you can opt out on well actually no it's not one that you have to opt out on you have to apply to go scuba diving I'm pretty sure so yeah I think the best thing to do I always would prefer to like rent out a place like if I was going to stay there to be like in a villa that has clear water below because I mean of course it's going to be like teal and clear but there are some places that have like a little bit of like rocks kind of like and almost looks like dead coral in a way and when you see that 
You have to be careful of stonefish. Stonefish, I, I don't know if they're like poisonous or not. Let me look that up. Stonefish. Okay. So they are venomous and dangerous and even possibly fatal to humans. They're, they are in Bora Bora, but like, I don't know how much there is. I need to look that up too. I'm going to just look up, are there stone fish in Bora Bora? Well, I just spelled Blora. <laughs> okay. Um, so you want to stay clear of them. Okay, as well as stingrays. Okay, people literally go swimming with stingrays out there. That is not that is not too good. So I am gonna say if you are like planning on going scuba diving or doing something there in Bora Bora, I would definitely recommend to wear some, some sort of like shoe protection. Like you wear like water socks, even though those are the most uncomfortable things in the world. I remember and like me and my family would go to Prineville Reservoir, which is located like around like Central Oregon. And wait, Oregon. I don't know why I said it differently. And my dad would always be like, Hey, we're going to the water, like you should just wear your water socks. And as a child I would always be like, No, like I did not want to wear them and to this day I will still not wear them because they feel like wet socks in the water and that is so uncomfortable to me. But if you are fun with water socks, I'm jealous, okay? Um, but yeah, so you should always wear protection, like, going into the water and stuff for, especially going to Bora Bora. That's why, like, clear water is kind of the best. And it's not like the stonefish are just going to be swimming around. Like, they can, like, blend in with the rocks pretty well. And if you accidentally step on a rock and it might not be a rock, well, that's, that's unfortunate, so yeah, so that's just one of the things. And so back to sharks. Oh my gosh, I thought there was a spider on my wall. I almost freaked out. Okay, good thing that's not. Okay, it was just like a piece of lint. Okay, so like the sharks in Bora Bora, they are not dangerous. So a lot of them are actually like babies as far as I've seen. So yeah, they do. So... According to Google, they live under green lagoons and are used to the presence of people. The most common type you'll see is black tip reef sharks. They're not aggressive, so you can easily get close to them. Because I've got to tell you, like, a lot of people have, um, lots of people that I see, like, through, like, pictures of Bora Bora. The people who have gone scuba diving, they're right next to the sharks. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you going to get eaten? And so, the only shark attacks in history there was, like, only, like, two people. And I think one of the attacks was, like, because of a little boy intimidating the shark. I don't remember too well. But, yeah, I definitely know that, like, the amount of shark attacks or deaths or something are, like, very little. Like, literally two people out of all the sharks. So, yeah. And so now I'm going to talk a little bit of just about hurricanes in Bora Bora. And then I'm just going to give like a little wrap up of this place. And so, yeah. So Bora Bora, like instead of a hurricane, they have cyclones. And so 
it has brought a like major traumatic damage to like some islands in French Polynesia. So yeah, and some of the islands that were less fortunate who had the cyclones, literally like around like ninety five percent of like their place was destroyed, including seventy seven homes. It says this place happened in Mopti Yeah, I do not know how to pronounce that. Um and it happened it destroyed seventy seven homes and an airport and a small town hall. And so that was not good. And there has been a cyclone in Bora Bora before about 30% of, like, structures and things like that in Bora Bora were destroyed, as well as 309 homes and many yachts. Roads were also damaged. So, you never know what can happen. So, if, you, if this is something that does concern you, always ask an islander or someone who seems like they've been there um, to kind of, like, so you can get, like, advice and things like that because... The worst thing that could happen is you're on vacation, you're there, woo, you're having a great time, and then all of a sudden, you see, like, a huge wave coming towards you, or, like, it starts getting really bad, the wind starts blowing, and, like, all of a sudden, all, what if it's, like, a huge wave or something, and it just wipes you out? I don't actually know how hurricanes or cyclones work, so do not judge me, but, um, I mean, they're pretty destructible, I know that for sure. So, like, you you can always ask the people, and they can probably, like, tell you, like, advice and things like that just to make sure that you're staying safe. And um, if you guys if you guys are worried about, like, going there, hey, this place is expensive, like, crime rates and things like that there, there is nothing to be worried about. Of course, there are still those bad people out there who love to steal and do things like that, but it's really rare there in Bora Bora since it's, like, an island in the middle of nowhere, not to freak you out or anything, it's not like you're trapped, but, like, you shouldn't really worry too much about, like, protecting your valuables. There's always travel hacks and things like that on the internet where you can get some great advice, so if you are a little bit concerned, which is totally normal, you can you can do that. So, yeah, so in general, I think Bora Bora is just, like, a place that if you have money to visit, then... You can definitely go there. If you plan on getting married, that would be an awesome place to go for a honeymoon. Not only that, but, like, if you want to even just go there to just visit your friends or something, like, totally do that. That seems like an awesome plan idea. That's cool. And, you guys, I'm listening to my voice through these recordings, and I sound so weird. I sound like I am 11 years old in these audio recordings. But yeah, so that wraps up this first podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to have to somehow find a way to um, be able to, like, take your guys' recommendations, like, to, like, find a place where you guys can, like, submit them, send them in to me so I can see them. So, yeah, this is, like, the first podcast. Please stay tuned I don't know. I don't have a specific way of how I'm going to be posting these or a specific date that I'm going to be. But yeah, I don't know what the next one's going to be.
but I hope that you have liked this one. And so, yeah, you guys, that's it. Thank you for listening to Irrational.